Ice Ice Baby to go. I'm, I haven't heard that song in a long time. It's too, too cold. <laughs> I thought I'd play it again. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Are we having fun yet? We're, of course we're having fun. We it's, were having fun at 610. It's BS.show. That's who we are. She's B. I'm S. Uh, oh, my God. Crown Candy Kitchen is closed. Oh, my God. Just for the weather, right? Well, I guess. I mean, I'm how in the world? I mean, I, I can't go a day without Crown Candy Kitchen. I've never been there before. What's it like? It's adorable. It's dangerous, <laughs> but it's, it's adorable. It's dangerous. Why is it dangerous? Is the food that bad? No, the food is delicious. It's the location. It's sort of, it's sort of a sketchy neighborhood is what you're saying? A little sketch, yes. <laughs> Man, I love living in sketchy neighborhoods. <laughs> I do. I know you do. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you know. You are all about sketch. I had this discussion the other day with the various schnooks stores and how each schnooks has its own little personality. That's every chain store has its own personality based on location. No, they don't. Walmart's, you know, here's my frustration. Walmart with, does no, for sure. Here's my frustration with the big box stores. There's no two of them that are alike. Okay. If you go to like, for example, you go to the Wally world right there on, on Jungerman and you walk in and you go to the one in Washmo, and you go to the one in St. Charles, they're all laid out differently. Yes, they are. I mean, it's like, okay, why can't it be like they all the same? So when you go into the Wally World, you know, when you're traveling, like if, like say you're traveling. None and, of them are the same. Home Depot's not the same. Yeah, but. Lowe's is not the same. None of the big box stores are the same. Why is that? I don't understand that. I mean, you think to make them all unique in their own well, little special way. Okay, you go into a QT. If it's an old style QT, you know exactly where the chips are. You know yes. exactly where the donuts are. You know where the soda fountain is. You know where the coffee machines are. Okay, you go into the new style Quick Trip. Now, now I call it V two dot one. Now that they moved, have you been in where they've changed this around? It's so bizarre. Like what? that new one that they finished by you, Kisker. Any money, yeah. they're going to rip that one up again because they've changed them all around. Even the new ones. Matter of fact, the new ones are the one they changed. They changed. You said that they, they were going to rip them up? No. The new stores, they've just rebuilt. Like, for yes. example, the one down there on O'Fallon Road in 94. Yeah. They rebuilt that one two or three years ago. Yeah. They've completely changed the inside again. It's not the way it was when they rebuilt it. They're changing them to the point where they're turning the cashier's station. The cashier's station is now part of the kitchen. It used to be like you went into QT. Oh, because people were paying for their food? Well, I don't. I guess it's to the point where, the, you know, like think about it for a minute, that if the guys are at the cashier station, most of your, in the, back in the day, when they rebuilt the new, the new quick trips, the cashier stations are on, are like usually the, the guys in there, their backs are to the windows. You know what I'm saying? So in other words, if you go to the yes. one, the one on, on 94 there at O'Fallon Road, the the, the cashier is standing in the front of the store, and his backs are to the windows. And then there's an area in between. That's true. And then there's the kitchen. Well, now they've essentially made a great big area where it's the kitchen slash checkout area. So instead of they, they're now, now they're fronting the windows. They're looking out the windows. But I think the reason they did it because it's probably, it's probably because they're short-staffed that the guys who are, like, checking you out, can when there's nobody you know wanting to get checked out and they go back and they can throw some pizza in the oven you know what i mean they're in the same place they don't have to walk outside a little area and go into the other little area you know stuff like that so and and, and several of the ones i've been to the new style ones they've changed that matter of fact 
that one. I walked in that one, the one in Fenton. That's one of my favorite QTs. I can't, I can't wait till Wally's opens. I hope Wally's. I, hope, I know you can. I hope I'm not You're disappointed like in Wally's. I, you know, I, you know, I won't say who it is, but I turned some one of my family members onto Bucky's. When, matter of fact, this particular family member was going to see my son in Pensacola. And I told this particular family member, hey, if you're on your way to go see Brett, stop right before you get into Florida. You're going east on I-10, you know, right before the Florida state line, go to Bucky's. And this particular person said, what? Bucky's? I go, yeah, Bucky's. This person is now a Bucky's fan person. I mean, to the point where, I mean, they would drive down to Alabama just to go to Bucky's. Is that bizarre or what? That's pretty bizarre. <laughs> if you've ever been here before. It's sort of like, like for example, we don't realize the genesis. It's like an oasis. Well, we don't realize the genesis of like certain bu- uh, businesses. For example, in Washmo, do you know what is now, what is it, Big Lots, which is a relatively small store? Yeah. That used to be the Walmart in Washmo. Really? Yeah, little small little place. And then... And then they built the place behind it. And the interesting thing, which is now the J.C. Penney's in Washmo, the interesting thing behind that one, I see I know my, 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 my retail history, okay? That was the first Walmart in the country to have food. They called it a hypermart at the time. It wasn't a supermart. They called it a hypermart. And it was the first Walmart in the country to have food. And you know why they built that one there? Why? Because of the Washmo Airport. And you're going like, what does the Washmo Airport, which is all across the river in Franklin County, but it's only like two miles from that Walmart. If you, if you land your plane at the Washington Walmart, or at the Washington Airport, and you jump in your little car and you drive, as a matter of fact, they've got a courtesy car. Do you know that? City of Washington has a courtesy car. If you fly your airplane into Washmo Airport, there's a car that you can use for free? I did not know that. You know, let's... Let's you and I. Let's one day we'll 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 sneak like we'll park our car at the crap transmitter site, and we'll walk across the highway, and we'll walk over to the airport, and we'll and we'll we'll make we'll stand outside the office like we'll push, push, like the the wheels hitting the ground, and then we'll uh-huh. walk in, and we'll, you and I walk in. Hey, we just landed our plane. Can we use the courtesy car? And see if they let us use the courtesy card. And they'd say, excuse me, aren't you Brad Hildebrand? <laughs> yeah, they'd go. <laughs> the mayor of Crackville? <laughs> right. <laughs> so, no, you no. cannot use the courtesy car unless you pay me $10,000. The the reason that the Washmo Walmart was the experiment was because Sam Walton flew in the old days. He flew to the cities that had Walmarts. And remember, Walmart started in the in the rural areas. There were no Walmarts in the St. Louis County or or you know Franklin County or our 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 you know our our um you know um St. Charles County. There were none. They were all like in the middle of nowhere. They were like in Farmington. And I remember I remember my 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 wife and her mother used to drive someplace. I can't remember where they drove to. It was like Somewhere between halfway between St. Louis and Columbia, where they where there was a Walmart there, they drove like I don't know eighty miles to go to Walmart. Maybe it was Farmington. Maybe it was when they went to Farmington. This is my. It was Warrington. No, I don't think it was Warrington. It was further out. It than was that. Warrington. No, yes. no, it was further out than that. Anyway, they would drive. Anyway, Sam's Sam Walton used to fly his plane into Washington, and then the manager of the Walmart store would pick him up, and he would go look at the Wally World there in Washington because he wanted to see how it was going with the food mart. And he traveled there quite often. 
he flew out of you know Bentonville, Arkansas, had his little twin engine plane, twin engine plane, and flew all. And he was a pilot. He was a good pilot. Flew all over the country, and primarily at the time, all over the Midwest, because the Midwest and the South, because that's where all the Wally worlds were. And he'd fly into Washington, and he want, he was experimenting with that. They he apparently. As the story goes, and I've read this a couple different places, he wasn't real wild about selling food. And some of his people say, oh, this is the next frontier. We've got we've to be like, we've got to kill those supermarkets. We've got to run the supermarkets out of business. We've got to run the Schnooks and the Deerbergs and the Safeways. We've got to knock them out of business. And he was, oh, I don't know if I want to sell food. Because he was, you know, he was concerned that you know, there was things that were going to go stale and you, know, you had to keep things fresh and yada, 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 yada. So he'd fly into Washington, and, and he'd, he'd jump into the manager's car, and they'd drive across the river, and they'd go to the Wally World there. He used to have, do you know this about Sam, Sam Walton? He used to have rallies at his stores. Do you know about this? Yeah, they're pep rallies. Yes, but he personally would show up at stores and lead the rallies. Think about that for a minute. I mean, what a hands-on guy. You know, I think that's so fascinating. You get these corporate dudes who never leave New York, you know, and, oh, my God, I, I would never go anywhere where I couldn't be picked up by my limousine. And you got, like, a guy like Sam Walton, you know, who's flying his plane. You know, him, he's the pilot, flies into Washmo. You know, his manager's there probably picking up us in his 85 Chevette, you know, drives him across the river, you know, and, and, and then probably on the way back they go to Cowan's in downtown Washmo and eat lunch or something like that, and then he goes flies back to Bentonville, Arkansas. God, that's my kind of guy. My kind of guy. I'm tired of these big corporate executives, the guys who make make all this super buku money. Anyway, that's my... You know, he probably was hands-on because back at that time, um, if you weren't hands-on and you your people weren't really happy, they'd go union. Yeah, like all the Starbucks are doing if you heard that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm I'm being serious. So, you know, it just made good sense that um, he was hands-on and, you know, people knew him as a person and not just a corporate figure. But see, I, I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. And the sad part of that is that started gone. It is. We need Norma Ray back. Oh, I got to talk about this. I, um, uh I tell you what, we'll talk about this the next break. The deal with Jeff Zucker res- resigned from CNN yesterday, that which is sort of interesting story. I mean, it once again, it's sort of interesting story. What I talk about all the time, that like people talk about CNN. Where's the thing I talked about last week? Um, I was going to talk about this break. I tell you what, let's. I'll do that next break. Let's talk about the Jeff. This is Jeff you Zucker. You just took out that page of the script, so I can't help you. No, you know, you know who Jeff Zucker is. No. Jeff Zucker is the guy who ran CNN up until yesterday. He was like the head dude for all of AT&T's you know, cable properties, but specifically he was the CNN chief. And before that, he was the wonderkin at NBC. He was the guy that gave, believe it or not, he gave Donald Trump his show, The Apprentice. He was the guy that was in charge of the Today Show and made the Today Show huge. It's not as huge anymore. So he gets hired away by CNN. He becomes the head of CNN. Okay? Now, think what... Is he what, upset because that man came over? No, no. But CNN, the wheels are falling off CNN. Think what's happened to CNN in the last six months. Okay? Chris Como gets fired. Okay? Don Lemon. And, and then it gets worse than that. Chris Como turns out one of his producers is an alleged pedophile who's had all these, shall we say, relations with, like, young boys... Okay, Chris Como 
is Andrew Como's brother. Chris Como gets in trouble for helping Andrew Como out and giving him advice on how not to be impeached or thrown out out of office. Andrew Como is, you know, playing with the women when he shouldn't be, and he's lying about things. Um, and then you've got Don Lemon, who is still, I don't know if you know the story with Don Lemon, he's still in trouble. He's being sued by a guy who claims that he was at a bar someplace and Don Lemon came up and sexually assaulted him. And Don Lemon is, by his own admission, gay. You've got all these crazy weird things happening. And then yesterday, surprise, 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 Jeff Zucker resigns. Now, what's interesting about this is Donald Trump said all along that Jeff Zucker was out to get him. And it turned out that was the case because after the the Apprentice thing died on NBC, remember Jeff Zucker was over at NBC, they had a big falling out. Donald Trump and Jeff Zucker got really mad at each other. So Jeff Zucker turned CNN into the anti-Trump network. Remember because all the people on CNN were like, all the news people, quote-unquote, were like making fun of Trump all the time. It was like the anti-Trump network. It got to the point where the, you know, the running gag was CNN was the anti-Trump network and Fox was the Trump network. Remember, you know what I'm talking about? When, when, when I he do w- remember that because I remember this new network coming out called ATN, and I didn't know what it was for the longest time. And I felt like asking you, but then I thought, no, no what, I won't ask him. Was but it, was this it? ATN, everybody was talking about it. ATN this and ATN that. and ATN? Are you sure? You're not talking about AON? No, ATN. What Anti-Trump network. Oh, oh okay. Anti- oh, yeah. Well, that's CNN. Because Jeff Zucker hated Donald Trump. And Trump hated Jeff Zucker. So, And there's, there's undercover audio of Jeff Zucker giving the morning meeting to the CNN staffers. Okay, today we're going to say bad things about Trump, you know, and things like that. It's like, okay. Now, keep in mind, what's sort of sad about this is in my lifetime, CNN was this unbelievable, radical idea. Powerhouse. Well, it was created by Ted Turner. And yes, if you know, it was. And Ted Turner lived on Atlanta, and Ted Turner decided he was going to do a all-news network the cable news network, that's what it stood for, cable news, and it was going to be all news all the time. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, you turn on that. Because up until that point, if you wanted to watch the news locally, you had to turn on Channel 5 at like 5 and 6 and 10 and, and you know, or like Channel 11, or Channel 11 did new news at the time. But in other words, if you were in St. Louis, you want to watch national news, you had to turn on like the ABC network news at 5.30 and the NBC with Huntley and Brinkley, I'm dating myself. So along comes Ted Turner. And turns CNN, and what's interesting was, <clears throat> excuse me. See, uh, another ATN, another Turner Network. Well, at the time, CNN, all the news nerds went, oh, my God, that's going to fail. That's going to fail. It's going to fail. And remember, CNN came along right along the time. Little, hold on, I might clear my voice. A little bit before Gulf War number one. And remember all the incredible, I can remember, I can remember working out at the gym. I can remember working out at the gym, and I can remember going into the one room where they had TVs at the gym. I won't say which gym. The old Vic Tannies used to be in Clayton, right there on, right next to Famous Bar, which is now Washington University, right next to Forest Park Park, where you know what I'm talking about, right? I, I do. I used to work out there religiously seven days a week, if you believe that. Seven days a week I was in that gym. And I can remember when the Gulf War number one was on, and I walked by the aerobics room, and... Everybody was in there watching the TV. And I'm going, what's going on? I walk in there. You know what it was? It was General Schwartzkopf 
giving the famous briefing on what they did in Iraq. Remember that? Really? Yes. I mean, I can, and he was, you know, and if you can still on, on, on YouTube, you can still watch this. And nobody knew who the heck Norman Schwarzkopf was. What a no, name. No, they didn't. Schwarzkopf, which, you know what that means in German? Um, Black. It's a, it's a person. No, it's, 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 it's weird. It's, it's, an, it's something you get in your, on your face when you're a kid. Schwartz is Schwartz is black. Kopf is head. It's his name was in English. It was blackhead. I, oh really? Yeah. Schwartz is black and Kopf is head. So blackhead. Anyway, Norman Schwartzkopf was given this this you know this briefing. I'm going like, who is this guy? This guy's large and in charge in more way than one. And CNN was had their reporters in Baghdad. Remember now the guy who's just I think he inhaled too much too much gas. What was the crazy dude? Remember the guy who got into a fight with me on Twitter? What was the guy's name? Uh, he was on oh Cam- I can't remember. No, he was on Cam- but I know who you're talking. He was about. on Camo X for a while, and he's turned into this bizarre, weird dude that posts this unbelievable, crazy, weird racial stuff on on his Twitter feed. You know, I mean, he's just gone off the rails. See, that's just so wrong. And I. I- I try not to judge people because who am I to judge? But that's just so wrong to me. Anyway, Ted, it, it just is. Ted Turner started this network that was the de facto news network. If you wanted to know what was going on anywhere in the world, you turned on CNN. You want to know what was going on in New York, Chicago, whatever, morning, noon, and night, you turned on CNN. And then they came out with CNN headline news where it was, it was just little short little headlines. And they repeated them like every... 15 minutes, they'd run new headlines. And we actually, you know, sort of a weird story when I was still doing my traffic network thing. We started a news network, and we actually did, my people, people that work for me, people like Tory Lyons and Sue Thomas, who are still in the business, we did news on 550 uh, KUSA before it switched to KTRS a long time ago. It was the old old KSDAM, and then it was KUSA and the whole bit. Anyway, we did news, and they did, the format was, they did 15 minutes worth of national news, and then we did five minutes of local news, and then another 15 minutes of national news, five minutes of local news. That's what we did. And CNN was like super, super, super revered. Okay, flash forward to where it's at today. The other morning, the ratings came out, and what it's Jeff... It's a joke. No, what Jeff Zucker, what Zucker was trying to do, because he was the guy that made today's show super popular, he was trying to make their morning newscast on CNN super popular. So he did all these changes, brought new people in. The other day, the ratings came out, and guess how many viewers they had for the morning newscast on CNN? How many? 54,000 around the country. There are radio stations here in St. Louis. Probably most of the big radio stations in St. Louis have more than 54,000 local listeners. You know, there's probably, you go through the list, Casey, KMOX, 97.1, you know, 107.1, WIL, 104.5. I don't know about 104.5, but 107.7. All those stations have, in St. Louis, more than 50,000 listeners. Okay, here's a national news network, CNN, that has 54,000 people watching around the country. Would you say that's like sort of shameful that it, it it's it's uh, quite a reduction I'm sure they have yet since Trump's out of office they have yet to break a million viewers at any point in time day or night on CNN they've never had and think about that for a minute there's radio stations in this country big big markets like New York there there's radio stations in New York one radio station has more than a million listeners at a time there are TV stations in some of the major metro areas that still cum, what they call cum, 
uh, more than a million people at a time. One TV station in one city. And here's, here's CNN that can't get a million people in the whole country to listen to it or watch it. I mean, like, God, the wheels fell off. And I think what's happened is it's got people are going like, okay, that's not news anymore. And I think to a certain extent, Fox has had the same problem. People going like, okay, it's just Fox. But yet Fox is that's actually... because they've all been crazy with their... With their what, um, what, CNN? Or journalism. CN, well, journalism lack thereof. You know, I mean... Yes, like, yes. One, once again, Chris Como, you know, who's shilling for his brother. And yet, you know, and then Chris got... And then get this. The reason that that Jeff Zucker resigned is it came out that he was having this secret affair. He was having this secret affair with one of his subordinates. And yet what's interesting is supposedly Katie Curry's new Katie Couric's new book, which has been out for several months, talks about this same thing happened when he was at NBC. He had the same woman working for him. And when she left NBC before she ended up back with him at CNN, guess what her job was? His personal attache? No, she was Andrew Como's communications person. <laughs> it's like it's talking about like inbred, you know. I mean, she's she's Andrew Como's personal communications. You know, she worked for the and for State of New York. She was like I don't know who it is in Missouri, but it would be like an equivalent. It would be like Jen Psaki, the Jen Psaki of Trump. You know what I mean? In other words, yes, his, his press yes. secretary, not 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 Trump, but Biden. And it would, you know, that's that's what she did. So then, then when he leaves NBC, he hires her at CNN, and then supposedly he got divorced, but she was still married, and that's when this affair really started to heat up. And the reason he quote unquote quit is because, in, in this gets so complicated, in Chris Como's lawsuit because he's now suing CNN for you know for termination, early termination of his contract. He's suing CNN, and under discovery. His attorneys went after Jeff Zucker and the affair that he was having with this woman who was Andrew Como's, you know, at one point in time, his communications advisor. I'm going like, God, this is, they're going to make a movie out of this and nobody's going to believe it. You know what I mean? It's all this crazy, weird stuff. And then keep in mind, under Jeff Zucker, the whole thing happened with Matt Lauer. And supposedly, Jeff Zucker, when he was at NBC, knew what was going on with Matt Lauer. How he was having sex with all the women on the, on the staff, and he was like, had a room. Remember the deal with Jeff? The story came out that Matt Lauer had this private office, and he had an electrical apparatus door lock. And when, you went, and when he called you into his office, he would lock the door from his desk, and you couldn't get out of his office. He'd chase you around the office, you know, chase the women around the office. God, how weird is this? You that ever- should be like an event at the Town & Country Fair. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. Anyway. Oh, okay. We got to take a break. Okay. It is it is 7:29. Okay.